0: This time you have to. I reckon you have to intro it because I think it's hell to have to record it a new intro.
1: Oh, I don't mind recording your intro. It'll be fine. Don't
0: do it. It's hell.
1: Okay. Uh no. I'll think about. I'll think about what I'll say. <laughs> I'll. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do an intro. Okay.
0: Maybe that's. See, this is good. This is just how we're different.
2: Oh. All
1: right. Well, here's that intro that i said i would do i was thinking we could do a couple of little plus one podcasts with conversations that aren't just live trivia nights and was very lucky to sit down with patience to have a little chat about her life and as you hear towards the end i awkwardly reveal some um, sad news to her so stay tuned for that if you're unfamiliar patience is the lead singer of brisbane band the greats who really hit it big in the mid 2000s they really exploded onto the scene they had top 10 aria chart albums Numerous songs in uh, Triple J's Hottest 100. You might know them from some of their songs,
2: 192020 20, 19, 20, 20, 19, 20, 20. or Turn Me On,
1: or one of my favorites, Burn Bridges. bridges the ground, now, the greats were, were huge just as I was getting into music at age 14, and at the time, uh, you know, they were one of the biggest bands in Australia. In high school, my friends would cover their songs. Uh, my friends and I, I should say, would cover their songs in front of the school to varying degrees of success. I think we did trampoline. I mean, yeah, we weren't great. But uh, after moving to Brisbane and playing the music scene for a bit, I was very, very excited to meet Patience and get the opportunity to become friends with her. Eventually starting Not a new Rider and asking her to be become a regular collaborator. And I'm always blown away by her enthusiasm. And uh, passion for things, and of course, her incredible voice. Uh, she's an absolute ray of sunshine. And I hope you enjoy my little chat with Patience Hodgson on the Greats. patience is there a song that you hate that people just seem to love
0: um just billy eilish often
1: see i felt the same way i i didn't quite get the appeal of Billie eilish and i thought i just didn't get it and then i heard a james blake cover of one of her songs yeah And i was like this is pretty good and then i listened to the Billie eilish version a couple of times when the party's which, over
0: okay and which songs how does that go
1: I can't say I like it like that. Like it like. That. Oh, okay, that's different.
0: Okay, so that song's.
1: I think that's probably one okay, of the best songs like, I've heard Okay, that's like that's like a Hopefully good
0: is. song. That's an okay, amazing but there's song, yeah. l- there's there's other ones. Yeah. I don't know, and they just remind me of like. I don't know. I'm just not really. You know, there's so much sort of like this attitude, and then, I don't know. But then the music of it reminds me of like. Like it's almost like the there's a melody that reminds me of that, like ah, oh, it's that old jingle. It's like we're Rockefellers and we, we dance with canes. Do you know that song? It's oh, like Rockefellers Rock
2: dance, dance with canes. canes.
0: We dance with canes. I, I think
1: I know which song you, you're thinking of. That one. that's like I'm not your friend or
2: anything.
1: Dun, yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah, yeah. It's it's got a bit of a. Uh, this used to be a fun house by Pink. Yes. Evil clowns. Yep. Yeah. Is that the one you're thinking of?
0: Maybe. Some dude, I don't know. Anyways, I just it just reminds me of like something that.
1: Well, a, a game that I made up, and I don't I don't know if it's a particularly fun game to play. Is love it or hate it? Yes. So it's a. Let me just. Love it or hate it. It's um you you tell me tell me a song that you either love or hate, and it has to be on either end of those spectrums, and I guess which one it is.
0: Yeah, wait, out of all of the songs that have ever come up in the entire world We'll just
1: choose a song you love or a song that you hate oh, I'll start with me for example okay. Yep. Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler Do yep. I love it or hate it? You love it I love it, correct It's yep. got like four choruses How can yeah, you not love it's it? It's great Yep. Do you have one?
0: Um. Oh my gosh Okay, I'll I give you another needed to prepare
1: <laughs> Single Ladies by Beyonce Do I love it or hate it? You love it Of course <laughs> Who it's doesn't it's love amazing. it? Okay
0: let me think. Okay. Um, see, this is where... Now, I'm just going to quickly refer to my telephone. I'm just going to look up a playlist that I recently um, made because, you know, I've been doing a little bit of go- like DJing.
1: Yeah, but I'll know that you love it Gomes. because it's on a playlist. Oh, damn it. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm just trying to think.
1: Well, how's about... You just keep... Okay, how about this? Okay.
0: Oh, actually, that's not... S- uh, can I just... I barely hate anything. That's but how nice. about that? Okay. This, this is another thing. I just don't... Here's the thing about me. Hmm. I don't think I feel extreme emotions in either end. I am the most...
1: In terms of music? Or in, just, oh no,
0: in oh. so many aspects of my life. Okay. It's just my personality trait is to swim in the grey. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a black or white person.
1: I think I'm a little bit like that too. Like I'm, yeah. s- I'm. S- whenever I hear arguments, like especially political arguments, I'm so easily swayed to each side. I'm, whoever spoke last usually
2: has. <laughs> my,
0: oh yeah. Well, see, I I am really into not having firm opinions. Mm. Like I think having super firm opinions is well and truly overrated. Because I agree. The whole point to me is, if your argument is sound, then I I I. Can change my stance.
1: Also, well, things are complex. It's things are very complex. It's to think that you're smart enough to know the exact answer on everything is, uh, yeah. it's just I don't know, what's the word? I don't know. It's, pr- uh, it's arrogance. P- arrogant. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's this is where I have trouble. Like just then, I just saw Beatles. Here comes the sun. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, I don't love it. Maybe I hate it. I was like, no, I don't even hate it. Like it's just nothing. I don't know.
1: For example, a song that I hate that people love is. Um, uh, dancing in the moonlight. Oh uh, yeah. I can't okay. Stand it.
0: I almost feel like dancing the moonlight has been. I've been saturated with it. Yeah. But I almost feel like I was saturated with it in 2020.
1: Oh yeah. Do yeah. Do you yeah. feel like it, something it happened yeah.
0: last year when dancing in the moonlight oh. just came back? Like somebody covered it, but then it was like it's just it was just in. Big time, it was like on all of my happy playlists that I like yeah. go in to do, like to jog to and stuff. It was just on every, like every playlist. But also there's this movie that I watched and it's, um, it's like a real indie movie. And, you know, it's about this, it's this great comedian. He's the star of it. I can tell you nothing about this movie. What? what? I have nothing. I've no, it's like got famous actors <laughs>
1: great comedian is a star it's a it's a
2: male
0: but it's an indie guy like they're all indie anyways and it is a male but this the song dancing in the moonlight is featured heavily throughout the whole movie like for some reason every time they get in the car it seems to be on the radio and every time mm. they do this you know it's everywhere and and i feel like that was a like peak saturation for me when i was like i cannot hear this song again
1: i think i i feel like i I heard it a lot in 2019, but that was because I was going to a lot of weddings and I was oh, wow. working at a lot of weddings. Yep. And it's uh, that's one of the classic floor fillers for every um, yep. generation. There's a couple of songs like that. Uh,
0: Re- you could retire off a song like that.
1: You could. And it was a cover as well. The, the top loader version, yeah. Well, yeah,
0: right. It's
1: by some, I think it was a, f- it wasn't a French band, but maybe it has the word France in its name. People seem to think that it's, was originally a Van Morrison song, yeah, it, but it's not. No, but I think people have confused Moon Dance. Oh, they for have dancing the moonlight.
0: Mm-hmm. Correct. That's anyway. what's happened. Anyway, well, see, I just think that's a, like a great little piece of music trivia mm. for a music trivia podcast.
1: Which this is. Which this is. And obviously, we're joined by patients uh, from the Greats. That's right. Now, the first time I was exposed to you was uh, in high school. Obviously, yes. when the Greats came out, I was fifteen. <laughs> Or so. the second time I was exposed to you is when you walked in yeah. on me in the toilet. Just to <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys formed in early 2000s in Brisbane. Yep. And you lived on an island for a little bit.
0: Uh, for a long time, yeah. So, I grew up in Wynnum in Housing Commission and, I, and it was like cul-de-sac. It was the best. Did lots of rollerblading every afternoon. Mm. I was not a studious child. I don't have any memories of doing homework. Not once. Oh. Not once until high school. Times have changed.
1: Do you, oh, is it because you think you weren't given up homework or you I, just didn't I think do it? it was
0: a combination of both. I don't think oh, I was yeah. given it. I just think my mum also was like, rollerblading is better for you and for me. And was she, yeah. was she, was she, like, she right? She's like, get out of the house. So, you're a pretty good rollerblader. I was pretty good at rollerblading. It was my passion and guinea pigs. Um, and then we moved to Maclay Island after I spent a year at Wyndham North High School, which is now completely... Like it's no longer a high school. Oh. It's probably the worst high school in Brisbane. Um, I remember on my like orientation day, a rock got thrown through the window and landed at like at the desk next oh to me.
1: No. Did you did you have a muck up day when you no. graduated? No. no. Okay. Was no. that a, a thing? I think it's a time? thing. I
0: think muck up day is a thing, but I've never I've never taken part in a muck up day. Okay.
1: We um. We did a muck-up day and the night before...
0: I think you can only trust muck-up day with like trustworthy children though.
1: Oh, it was, it's the, it was the night before the last day so we weren't allowed to do it. We all went at 3am and my friends and I had spent the last couple of weeks accruing uh, hundreds and hundreds of plastic forks and in the middle of the night we covered a hill in the middle of the school in plastic forks yeah. so I had this really kind of cool... Look, it, I was like, wow, this is, this is a fun muck-up day prank. Everyone can get behind. And yeah. then someone else in my grade went and did a shit in the middle of the school and just ruined it for everyone and <laughs> everyone got in Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, they, yeah, they didn't think quite highly of my prank after that was well,
0: Cause But did they just send everyone out to get a fork?
1: Uh, no, they cleaned it up themselves and we were in trouble. They were going to cancel oh, the formal. See,
0: this is just, to me, that's just not how it... Okay, if I was your principal or whatever, I'd say, all right, everyone, we're going to go down to parade. Okay. Here is a great example of awesome muck-up Danis. Look at all these forks out on that hill. Doesn't that hill look weird and fantastic? Now check out this turd. That sucks. <laughs> just Take in, in terms if you will. of like curation, yeah. I just want to. I just want to give. You, this is like perfect. That turd stinks. The forks, good, good nerdy fun.
1: It was a good. You're right. It was a teaching moment that was. Uh, no, squandered. no.
0: But this is what people do because people react. They don't respond. Mm. I think the whole world is just filled of like with with um like reactors rather than being like, oh, I'm just going to respond to the situation at the level it calls for. And then how many students? You could probably be like, all right, everyone, souvenir time. Each of you, please walk over there and collect Take one a little fork. bit of
1: poo. Oh, fork, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so y- you started the band pretty soon after high school.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I met John Nalana in high school. We went, we were all avoiding sports. I avoided sports doing lots of stuff. Aquarium building, computer building. Rocket building,
1: aquarium building. I know. sounds
0: know. It sounded is that a bit a fun. Course? No, no, no. These are just at my high school. Oh, okay. Cleveland High School, where Ben Eli also went to high school. Ah, it's a bit fun. From Regentate. From Regentate. Yeah, and he graduated a few years before. Whatever. I don't think we were there at the same time. And then yeah, and then I was like, I want to do something more fun, so I did drama at Alex Hill's TAFE, and that's where I met John Alano, and I was like. Amazed, I thought they were mm. amazing
1: And you guys, you went overseas for a little bit by yourself
0: Yep. Oh yeah, we were pen pals for ages and then I moved in with Alana And that was great So then John, one of John and Alana's bands used to rehearse in our living room mm. And that was like we lived together at Root. And then we moved to East Brisbane And then from East Brisbane I moved to um, Scotland Like England and mm. then Scotland and stayed over there for a year We're in Scotland In Edinburgh.
1: Oh, what a nice place. It was
0: really nice. And the Mm. only reason I went there is because my mate actually... So, we went over like with... Like it was four of us. It was like my ex-boyfriend and me and like our two other friends... And so, my ex-boyfriend and I went to Shropshire to hang out with my sister, Mm. which was cool because she'd been over there for like yonks at that stage. So, your older sister? My older sister. How much older? She's eight years older than me. Oh, wow. So, there's four in my family Mm. and there's an eight-year gap between every kid. Wow. Yeah, I know. She had... Mum had like kids over 24 years. Every eight years, new baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, yeah, no, my mate got hit by a bus. Oh. In Scotland, but she's all cool and everything now. Yeah. But, man, it really, like, really stuffed her up for a while. And that's when I was like, cool, I'm going to go to Scotland to support my mate from Brisbane. She used to work at Rocking Horse. She's Anna. She's a real cool chick. Mm. And then it was like, cool, let's... I'm just going to move to Scotland. And then I moved to Scotland. I um, That's when I just started... So, I didn't have a TV. I ended up living in the smallest apartment, like bedroom. So, it was an apartment... So overseas, there's like no living rooms. Every mm. single room of the apartment is now a bedroom. It pretty much, except for the toilet, the entrance to the house, which may be super small, and the kitchen. That's it. Mm. I barely hung out with, and like I wasn't even friends with anyone really that lived in the house. Like I couldn't even tell you their names, but we still like listen to Radio One every night. And I reckon that was that's like was my singing teacher.
1: Okay, Radio yeah. 1.
0: Radio 1. I just really got into Radio 1. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, and according to your Wikipedia, uh, you discovered your love for singing during uh, a rendition of um, A Whole New World, which the Wikipedia does make a point of pointing out wasn't very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, You've got a weird I, Wikipedia, yeah, by yeah, It's, the way. A, it's yeah. got some like passive-aggressive it does. comments. I would like to say, though, that when I sung A Whole New World... I was intentionally going for comedy bad. Okay. And to me, that was because I was never going to do a good job of it. Mm. Why try to have a, do a sincere, the last thing I wanted to be was the chick that, or the person, human being, that's like going for a sincerely good, when I was like, it's do you know what's more fun is if you, a like Did if you, do you do both voices? Uh, no, it was a duet with John oh. at his girlfriend's, his then girlfriend's birthday party. Okay. Oh. Yeah.
1: Now, if, if you don't want to talk about this, it's yeah. fine. Thank you. Um, I will. But you and John, you started the band and you weren't dating. No, we weren't dating. And then how many years until you guys started dating?
0: So, let's think about it. So, like four Four years. I reckon it might have been. Well, but I did go overseas during that time, but I reckon it was like four years. Meanwhile, I have to say though, I pretty much loved John since okay, so the first time I met him.
1: It was a thing, at least in your head for It was a thing like, it, in, it, it head a thing a in my head. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was ridiculous. It I didn't to, just like, come out of nowhere. No, I used to like go on tour and then like just cry sometimes. Oh. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, <laughs> he will never be my boyfriend. <laughs> and <laughs> and how, just did, lose
1: it. how did you... Make him be a boyfriend? Not make well, him, but... Uh, well, I did.
0: <laughs> I, um, I did make oh, him. Well, there you go. well, I just... I, I think I, I broke down his family first. Mm. I was like, your family will love me and then you will have no choice. Mm. And it worked. It worked a treat. I remember before we were even going out, he had a girlfriend and his grandma was like, John, why don't you break up with her name and go out with Patience instead? Wow. And I was like, worked. Grandma, dot, I... I Thank you. That was sound. That was sound advice, Grandma Dot.
1: So that's the key is to win over the family first.
0: Well, that what well, was for me. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was just like, I already proved. I was like, great daughter-in-law here. Look at me go. I don't know if that really actually works though. Uh, yeah. I mean, how yeah. often do
1: you listen to your grandma? Was I know. How advice? often do you listen to your grandma? Totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and do you, I th- I've heard uh, you've, you've told me this before? Yeah. But The flowers.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So then. I remember, I distinctly remember the first night John and I got together. He put his like hand on my knee wow. when we were at uh, a, um, a dinner with Interscope in Los Angeles. Mm. And I remember being like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we're at the El Coyote and it was like all like one of those like super famous. We went to a bunch of like super famous like full on Los Angeles, you know, places that night. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, we had like a secret relationship for ages and then everyone ended up finding out because um, we got outed walking around holding hands in New York City, so which I thought would be the most anonymous place in the world to have, like, you know, to where you could just blend in with the crowd.
1: When you say you were secret, yeah, secret to
0: secret to everyone, like our management, to Alana.
1: So you're only so the to great, great to a three piece, of course. There are three piece, yep. With you, Alana John, and Alana. Yes. So you two were secretly. You know Yeah Canoodling yes. And Alana had no idea
0: She had no idea oh. And it, it's actually surprising she had no idea yeah. I'm surprised but she just had no idea oh. It was like Alana Would you have a share and be like Quickly
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what laughs> <the> Pash <laughs> <A> Danger <laughs> Danger Pash Danger Pash yeah.
1: um, But yeah no sorry the flowers
0: Yeah so then So then when we were recording um, Gravity Won't Get You High John broke up with me while we were recording And I remember I tried doing this thing at the time Which I thought was like it might work, where I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, we're breaking up. And I was like, mm, how about no? <laughs> how about I just – is it counted as a breakup if I just disagree? Like, I, if I,
1: could... I, I think technically yes. But think I think it see really a, I is. But at, at, the, at the time I had a point where
0: I was like, but what happens if I just say no? Yeah. Can I just keep living in a world where we're still together and you live in a world where we've broken up and can this somehow just be compatible? No. Nah. It's not going to be compatible patients. This is totally finished. Um, so, then I went to this, like, in... It was like... So, that happened in Chicago. And then I went to LA and hung out with my mate. Mm. And we went and spoke to a tarot. Oh, like, I, s- I found a tarot reader now at Venice Beach. Mm. And she was like, go to this bookshop. And you've got to get this book called The Passion Trap. And then I got the book called The Passion Trap. And then I was like... And it was like, whatever you do, if somebody breaks up with you, don't mope around.
1: The Passion Trap yeah. sounds like...
0: It's a good one.
1: That was the sequel to The Parent Trap, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yep. And I was like, you have to... Um, it was like, you've got to be... You've got to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And it was a good time. I, I loved it. That was the first... That was my... More than anything, that was my foray into self-help books. Because now I'm obsessed and mm. I'm reading... I'm currently reading a book called Pussy. Oh. It's great, Amen.
1: A book called Pussy.
0: Yes, and it's just like.
1: Dare I ask what it's about?
0: <laughs> Cats.
1: <laughs>
0: no, it's good. It's like by this lady in New York City who runs this school, and and I'm. Uh, it's just good. You know what? To me, I think anyone could read the book and really love it. Because to me, it, like obviously, she says pussy like three like thirty thousand times, but it's a hoot. Mm like listening or reading to a book which is solely dedicated to like having a relationship with your pussy is a good time (laughs) it's like but not in just an explicit way I mean it's just fun it's a fun romp I'd like to recommend it to everybody particularly anyone who's made themselves smaller if you've made yourself smaller in order to like survive in the world,
1: made yourself smaller,
0: like yeah, if like you know, uh, you might not get this, but maybe i like I feel like as chicks, sometimes chicks, chicks always like make themselves smaller. All minorities, you know, hmm. if you're black, it's probably the same thing happens where it's like you've just sort of been told by the world to make your opinions smaller and make your stuff smaller and blah 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 blah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get the photo. All right, you've got a photo. Yes, I've got a photo. So, not that it's related, but I actually genuinely... No, I don't know if the lady who wrote the pussy book would, you know, sort of approve of this. However, at the time, I decided, you know, reading this Passion Trap book, I was like, I'm going to send myself flowers. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, like, live my best life and I'm also going to make it look like... Heaps of dudes are super interested in me So I started sending myself flowers And s- the first time I sent myself flowers We were in Oh man, I'm not sure We might have been in Seattle Oh yeah, no, we were definitely in Seattle Staying at the Travel Lodge And Alana had just started seeing this guy mm. Who was 7 foot 8 7 foot 8? 7 foot 8, yeah Okay. And his name was, I'm just going to say it But his name was Edward Jerkin the Third. <laughs> But um, he's the most amazing guy, right? Seven foot eight. Anyway, she just started seeing him and she thought they were from him. So, she collected these these flowers and then opened up the card and it wasn't for her. And I took a photograph.
1: <laughs> because <laughs> so In this photo, I can see Alana with some flowers looking down, looking very sad. Looking
0: super sad. Um, so, can you take it? You can take a photograph of that and stick it up when the, that can be like. So, people can see it. We'll stick it. On the Not on Your Writer Instagram or something. Mm. And then, yeah, that's, um, Alana thought it was from her boyfriend.
1: So you just kept sending yourself flowers. I and
0: kept sending myself flowers and, you just, and kept just being kind of like. Jealous? Yeah, I'm a legend. Like, like oh yeah. And then, um, however, none of that worked. I truly don't know if Ben Lee was actually ever interested in me like romantically, but what tipped John over the edge into coming back? Was Ben Lee like Ben Lee and I started becoming friends, mm. and we were hanging out. We we're like hanging out a fair bit, speaking what, on the phone a lot. Was this overseas? No, this was when he was he was he moved back to Australia briefly. It was after him and Claire ended,
1: mm.
0: and he'd already been Claire Danes. Claire Danes, that's right. And he'd been to India, found you know a mother god, a mother goddess in the shape of a man, that somehow you know like he just. Full on went on like. Do you know about this? No. Oh my goodness! He went on a full on guru path. Okay. Like, he was a follower of like. He went to India, hmm. and found himself, and um, d- and yeah, and just was like the had. I don't know. It's like a dude who hmm. was, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, like a new god or like a new human. Like a die. I don't know.
1: But anyway, so John thought that Ben Lee was sending yes, you flowers he he or you made flowers. him think that no, well, <laughs> Ben Lee was...
0: It was all just sort of intermixed. I wasn't ever trying to do anything, but at the same time I was like, I mean, whatever your brain wants to put together, mm. it can put together.
1: But it worked, obviously.
0: Yeah, it worked. Totally worked.
1: And you toured from then on.
0: And then we got back together and everyone was really happy and then we toured as a couple. Yep.
1: Does that make touring better or worse? I think
0: it makes it heaps better. Mm. Yeah. If you can right. share beds, obviously. It's yeah, you cheaper. save money and then you get to hang out with your person all the time. Yeah. Um, and then you get to have like these really fun memories and experiences mm. that, you know, who did it the most hardcore was Sekiden. Because Saya and Simon were going out together and yeah. then there was like Mirko who was Saya's brother. Oh. So.
1: Oh, there's, there's a couple of bands like that, I suppose. Yeah. A confidence Man. Uh, two members are dating and one a brother and sister. Mm. Uh, who else is there? No, oh, it doesn't matter.
0: Anyways, I just feel like that's it at its... That's like... I think it's very old school. Like I, I mm. imagine if you're a mus- like musician of the medieval time, it'd probably be mm. like that. It's just like a family touring together.
1: And you guys played every big festival pretty much. I was uh, I was on YouTube the other day and I saw your Big Day Out 2009 performance. Mm. On the main stage, you had blonde hair, you came out looking a bit like a sailor or marching band a leader. A marching band leader, that's yeah. right. Yes. How wild was that? It, the it was The video was crazy.
0: It was great. It was just, it just sucked at the time because I'd just done, it was the same, I was only four weeks earlier that I'd done my um like leg oh. in at... Oh, oh, what was it? It was like, is it Sunset Sounds? It was over in Perth. I know they had one in Brisbane that year too at the River Stage and I had a big cast on my leg. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did it over in like Bunbury oh, or somewhere. How did you do that? Just jumping off the drum riser.
1: You never would have guessed though from watching the video. you still like That's jumping I, around. I, yeah, I, I,
0: I was like, I remember I was, I was putting it all onto one leg. Plus I saw this like Kung Fu physiotherapist. Which was really cool and super painful.
1: A kung fu physiotherapist.
2: Yeah,
0: he was like really into just getting into your leg. Okay. And it was sort of like he was quite the opposite of other, like all the, because I I saw a traditional, normal physiotherapist. Mm. Like I just went to like one and we got recommended. Like they do like the Broncos and whatever. Because we were going top tier. We oh, had yeah. T- going top tier because we had that big day out. You're an athlete. I was... Oh yeah, <laughs> no, drummers are athletes. Musical athlete. Drummers are athletes. Um, but then I was seeing this Kung Fu guy to like hedge my bets. I'm like a full-on bet hedger. Okay. It, that's another part of my personality. I'm always like stack the odds in your favor. I'm going to like... I'm a hedge... Better hedger better hedger, <laughs> <Bed> hedger. <laughs> and so seeing this like kung fu physiotherapist, and they both had totally different styles.
2: Mm.
0: Like normal physio, was like all about being gentle and like these soft massages and using like tens machines and putting ice bags on and sort of you know doing this gentle movement to you know straight and just like putting on little bits of pressure. I went to a kung fu do- like dude, and he's just like, "All right, here we go," and it's just like it's just karate in. chopped you, just like karate chopped my leg, just like stretch, 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 and then has like. And just putting heat on it and just saying, stay away from ice and stay away from the water and totally chalk and cheese. So, I was just doing... And it worked better? I couldn't walk on it. And then this Kung Fu dude was just like, it was almost like he was magic. He was like, just walk on it. And then I did.
1: Like a a preacher style?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, he was basically like, you just have to walk on it. Just get up and walk on it now. It's just your brain. And I heard there's a term for it because I actually just had to go do physio today. And there's a really cool term. And what it is is like when you hurt yourself like that, your brain, um, your brain, there's a psychological term. And and it's called, it's like, it almost sounds like pressopignosy, but it's totally not. But your brain like blurs out that section of your body.
2: Uh Mm. So
0: it gets really blurry for your brain. So all these things that you normally would do. It's like, have you ever damaged yourself, Amen?
1: Damaged myself. No, I've never broken anything. I've, no, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm still intact.
0: You are so I, intact. I hurt
1: my knee the other day, but that's all. Yeah. Going that's for a run. Alana and I woke up at like 5.30 on Saturday and went for a run for the first time in a long time. Yeah. It just ruined me. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm trying to lose weight because yeah. I put on quite a bit of COVID, mm-hmm. uh, COVID kilos. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to be good. Wait. But yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm on the I'm on a diet at the moment, and it's all I can think about, and it's all I can talk about, and it's yeah. so annoying. Well, that's good. It's taking over my life, and I am hungry all the time.
0: Yeah, this but. I will. I have so many diet things that I can talk to you about afterwards. Oh yeah, breathing, breathing. mindfulness.
1: Oh okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Like breath breathitarian. Breathitarian. Yeah. Breathitarian. It doesn't really work it for me. No, yeah, it, but I don't think it works for anyone. You know,
0: sometimes you can distract yourself a little bit. Mm. Do you know that? If the second, so subconsciously your body hates losing weight, mm. so it's actually much better if you don't say that you're losing weight, because you want to have it be a really you don't want to use that term at all because your subconscious is shitting itself.
1: Well, I bring it up to keep myself, uh, you know, in check.
0: You you need you need like a different way to say it though. You need to be like, oh yeah, I am
1: getting sexy,
0: getting sexier, yeah, yeah, all right. which I it's mean, getting jacked. Obviously, it's very. How could you get more sexier? But you're like, we will find out. (laughs) Yeah, you got to use a more term because your subconscious loves acquiring. Okay. So if it thinks you're on a quest to acquire, it will get more behind it. So you've been
1: really into this. I mean, you've been. You're so into this shit. You're so aware (laughs) of of your your feelings, and um, I'm, I'm putting this really badly. Yeah. But I I've, I've really admire the way that you you dive into anything that you have a problem with and you just tackle it and you're very honest about it.
0: Yeah, I'm proactive. You are. That's the only thing that I've learned recently. As I was like, I'm quite proactive.
1: How has it been? Uh, have you always been like that? I
0: think I've always been proactive. Yeah. yeah, because I think back to like the first time I had a panic attack when I was in high school. I took myself without my parents' permission to speak to a counsellor. That's good. To be like, I'm crazy, and I need you to help me figure out a way to tell my parents. Well, and then they were like, <laughs> you're not, they were like, nobody ever walks in that's crazy and says I'm crazy." Yeah, I tell you who does walk in and says, and it, like the only people that walk through the door of a counselor and and that saying that is somebody who's anxious. Yeah, so you, yeah. you're an anxious person. I'm you'd super say. anxious,
1: but you would never guess that from your onstage persona. You're obviously wearing very. Loud outfits, um, yeah. jumping around. You're very, very extroverted on stage.
0: I'm an extrovert. I'm just an anxious extrovert. Yeah, that's just it. I'm like, I'm still an extrovert, but I'm also still anxious.
1: Going on stage, are you? Are you nervous, or are you?
0: No, uh, no, nah.
1: because you know it's something that you can do well.
0: Yes, and I like it. Mm. And I mean, sometimes the only time I get nervous is if you put the pressure on. Like I always feel like Mm. it's like sometimes the you know record labels or whatever would put the pressure and be like, "Oh, you put," you know. And I'm sort of sometimes I'm like, "Just be better if I didn't know." Yeah. Because then when it's in the brain, you you know it's just too present. It's too in the forefront of like your thoughts, and like like you can be critical. Whereas if you're actually just going out there to have fun, it's, you know, I don't know. I just feel like you get to live in the moment more. Because you've just let that part of your brain have a rest.
1: I didn't get to see The Greats many times live. But do you remember me supporting you?
0: Um, No.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it was, it was a show. I
0: felt terrible. I was like, no.
1: No, no. It's all right. Because it, it wasn't a, like a proper gig. It yeah. was at Southside Tea Room. Yeah. And it was like a Christmas the show. The Christmas show, yes. And you were called Pussy Power or Pussy, something. Pussy. Um, Perfect Pussy.
0: No, it was, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. I do. What the fuck? That was like pound pussy.
1: Pound, pound pussy. It was pound pussy. It was like a secret show. It was a secret show.
0: Yeah. Now I did not like that show because that was the show that we had. Like, so our baby wasn't very old. Yeah. She was probably about nine months old, and we didn't really have anyone to look after. And then she was hanging out there. And then it ended up just being really busy and really loud.
1: It was very loud, and, and I was
0: like, "I just this kid can't be here." So very, very last second, I had to like call her in and try to find somewhere where she could go while we went on stage.
1: Because it was um, obviously it was like a small kind of room Super at that small point, place. and it was a giant, uh, giant guitar cab, yeah, and a tiny little bass amp that I brought, which could not be heard over or anything. Yep. yeah. Anyway, that was that was fun.
0: What? Who were you playing? Who was that with? <gasps> Really?
1: Yeah, we'd only I been a band for, a, I think it was maybe our third show. Damn it. I wish that
0: show. I wish that I could have been more aware. of. The, well, I just didn't see anything. Oops. Look here, let's, look, we're going to do some like, I was uh, like. This will work, I think. This will work. Sorry, my computer's just overheating. Yeah, you, you just need to get some up. air in there. Yeah, that's going to work um, perfect.
1: Yeah, it was, it was one of the first couple of shows we ever did and we were so psyched to do it and we just, obviously we p- didn't play very well because it was one of our early gigs but you were so, so nice to us. And I remember during your set, you got down on your knees and like worshipped us yes, I feel yes. like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I can't believe it. <laughs> we're being <I> worshipped. <laughs> I love, it's good. I feel like, you know, well, then you must have been really good and I must have been really stressed.
1: No, I think you were just really nice. No,
0: um, no, you would have been really good. I know I was really stressed. I just, just knew at that stage, I was like, man, I can't walk away from this baby. It's going to yeah. scream the whole time. Yeah. But, and so then, yeah, I sort of had this stress where last second I was I had to find her a babysitter. It was brutal.
1: So this was uh, soda. Was the
0: that was soda baby? And how
1: old is soda now? Six. How obviously you didn't tour too much when you had soda.
0: Yeah, we still tour it enough to have it scar. Yeah. Because going on the road with Missy kid, Higgins style. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing. It's really. It's just. Also, because I was just like such a full-on big-time breastfeeding mum. Yeah. Like, it was just – and babies get up so early. Yeah. And I don't know. I just found it really – it's just really intense because you have to – there's lots of nice little moments about it. But really, honestly, the, you know, she didn't love it. Mm. She didn't really love – she did love going on planes.
2: Okay.
0: I remember that. She was on the planes – when we so we did a few tours with Soda, and it was like, it was just magical. I remember we were sitting at the window. I was sitting at the window with her, and she just started going. Like she was so little, and she went up, 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 up as we started going in the sky. And I was like, you were way too young to even get that. Like That's it really was, cute. it was so cute. She loved going in planes, mm. but also she found it very, very stressful because she's like a pretty stressed out, anxious, highly strung kid herself. Mm. So I think. You know, whenever we'd go on stage at night, she, ha- you know, she just would scream the entire time that we were on stage, and which made me feel horrible. Yeah. and not go to bed till really late, and then wake up at like five thirty in the morning, and then I'd be up at five thirty in the morning, and it was just like massive, massive days. Mm. Really was super difficult touring. Was that on the Dream kid. Team
1: tour? Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. your fourth album. Yep. Was that one that you put out by yourself?
0: Yes. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was a funny album. We, so, we kind of just, like, It, was a, it we, was a bit of a
1: departure. It was a lot punkier.
0: Yeah, and, but not only that, I feel like it was, like, we were just, I think we were in a weird headspace. I think we were very, um, like, it wasn't a response. It was a total reaction. We had such a rough time uh, recording secret, rit- like, rituals. Mm. Over in the states, that it's like we rebelled against everything that okay. was that we that we'd done. So over there, we recorded with some guys, and like one of them was just the best, and the other one was like a hella control freak. And it just went on and took forever, and it was just like this massive ongoing thing. And even though stuff was sounding really good, but it was just it ended up being this like really full on, like full on experience. And then we came home. And I have to be honest, I think it took me a while. I think it took us a while to readjust to being in Australia. Hmm. So, as soon as we came back, that was when we did the like a version cover. And they were like, oh, it's an Oz music month, so you have to do an uh, like Australian music song. But we've just been living in Brooklyn for two years. I was like, I don't, yeah. it's like all I want to do is show everyone my favorite Brooklyn and American, you know, like yeah. bands. And um, I just feel like we didn't do a very good job of that. We just got a little bit something. You know, we, we, just, we just went a little bit weird.
1: What song did you do for Like A Version? We ended up remember? doing a Jebediah song. Oh, okay.
0: But it was like, please leave or something. Like it was something so basic. Yeah, yeah. It was like, and I was like using my handbag as percussion. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the regrets of my life. I feel like it was
1: that like a version.
0: Yes. I've,
1: oh, something I was going to bring up the other day, which I forgot to, was that I've been hearing people turning down like a version because of the reaction that they get. Yeah. Right. And um, and with like a version, you really only get a reaction if it's incredible. Yes. Or if it's terrible. Yeah. And but there's always going to be heaps, and it's actually gotten better. But uh, maybe two years ago. Uh, you would just get so many negative comments and just so many mean comments from yeah. people. It would just litter it, and I would I would always I would start to get on and start like fighting with people. I was like, yeah. oh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> but um, yeah, you, yeah. It it if you do an okay like a version, it like doesn't even matter.
0: Yeah, it's no, a drop the, in the ocean. It was just an okay one, yeah. but I just really felt like because I love doing covers. Mm. I just thought it could have been we could have done, we just couldn't come to the party, of. The, you know what it is when you've got too many cooks?
1: You only need one cook and he needs to have a little rat on his head. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you need. But that did start my... That's when I first met Aaron Gox.
1: Oh, yeah. That's when
0: I first met Goxie because I said... That long ago? So, yeah. So, well, he's been around for
1: that long. I only thought he Well, was.
0: no, no, no. Well, I've met... Yeah. So, well, this is when we first interacted. So, I hadn't met him in person that then. Mm. But I... um. So, he... Aaron oh, Gox is Aaron obviously Gox. a comedian. He's yeah. got a
1: mullet. Very funny.
0: Very funny. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. He listened to it and he knows that like Jebediah so well that he even – that he knows it so well that he picked up on the one word that I missed – like missaid. Mm. So I, I kind of then loved it and then realised – and then I was like, oh, he's this comedian and he knows Mel Buddle and I was really good mates with Mel Buddle at that stage. I was like, cool, this is all good. And then he started – so we started doing these – Fresh meat comedy shows at Southside for years yeah. with this guy, Jacob Lingard. And um, I know Jacob, I mean, yeah, I'm and familiar with him, yeah. And then so he had a girlfriend, Michelle Azevedo, yeah, Azevedo at the time. And then, um, anyway, so Goxie came, Redowns did it as well, like a mm. bunch of they like he got like
1: Redowns uh, a guest on the next Not on Your Rider. that's right.
0: So she did it once. Like mm. she did it a few times like Goxie did it. So lots of people did it and that was really rad that Jacob of Jacob doing that and he really just wanted to kind of get it. I see I have these regrets. I have these moments in my life where I feel like I was like kind of played into my own ego or something too much. I was like pretty harsh with Jacob when he was having the the nights at the at Southside. Oh yeah. I would like
1: in what sense? like, uh, like As in I, he would, I would sometimes funny. would
0: be like give him some pretty serious feedback. P- or I just thought my opinion mattered because he really wanted to turn it into a TV show and for some reason I thought that my opinion that I had, that I knew. Well,
1: you've been on TV. Yeah, you're but on, at the same time. You're on Speaks and Specs, right? But I
0: wasn't seeing it for what it was, mm. which was so amazing. Yeah, Like the amount of times that Jacob would end up just in his underpants smeared in like cream or jam was incredible. Okay, and I, you know, and but at the time I was like, "See
1: to you, that's." I mean, to me, that sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd hate it to be me. If I but saw at that same, at a show, I'd be like, "This is
0: okay, great." This there man we go. thinks he's a crumpet. Okay, great. <laughs> this man thinks he's a crumpet.
1: So you you started a uh, a, a cafe, yes, Southside in twenty twelve in twenty twelve, and you you kind of turned your back on music a little bit yeah. to focus on that, mm-hmm. which was a. Which one was more stressful? It sounds like the cafe was more stressful oh, than yeah. music. music. Yeah.
0: It just felt ridiculous. I was like, who would leave? Who would leave a job in music to go open up a hospitality like Cafe? Yeah. It would be insane. I would never do it again. I would never nut. Nah, it's like I have there's so many beautiful friendships and, and beautiful things that came out in regards to human interactions. Like yeah. it's where I met like Richie Daniel. Who, who like drummed for us for years and...
1: It's also kind of how you and I...
0: That's how we first met. There was lots of good, as you've told I would me. run
1: trivia there sometimes too. I don't know if you yes, remember that. Yes, yeah. no,
0: yeah, with man and bear versus... Yeah. Man versus bear, yeah. So many like good, I feel like, human interactions came out of it. It's just like I wish it was like a not-for-profit or some kind of community-funded thing rather than yeah. being like trying to... Run an actual business because running a business is a hell. Yeah, and then staff and stuff are also just you know people. Well, particularly when you have kids, because people call in sick and then you're like making coffee oh, with the baby yeah, strapped to you.
1: I like I've been seeing all these memes uh, around being like normalized not telling your boss when you call in sick, or it's actually your your own boss's fault when you call in sick because yeah. they should. Uh, and I'm like, that's so entitled. I, I
0: have so... So, then it's left me with this weird thing about boss culture in Australia. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm like, I, get, I don't too. know. It's, I've got a weird vibe about it. I get these things off my friends and stuff where it's, you know, like this kind of negative, you know, commentary on bosses and whatever. And, and I'm just like, uh, uh, particularly if you're having a small business boss. Yeah. It's like no, dude. It sucks. It sucks. Being, I would never want to be a boss again.
1: I hate doing boss things. Obviously, yeah. I've got people who work for me. Uh, yeah. Running trivia stuff, I hate it. Have and you
0: ever had to fire anyone?
1: Uh I've. Kinda, I've just, I just stopped giving them work. Oh and my like, god, sorry. I've
0: had to, I had to fire somebody. Uh, yeah. Like I've go? had to fire people, and. Yeah. Oh man, it is. It's like not doesn't work yeah. with who I am as a person. I so the first time I fired somebody was the <laughs> it was so bad. It took 2 hours and it just went was on it? forever I tried firing this guy and I loved him. Yeah. Like I loved him as a human being, but I just was like he's just not he's just really slow. Yeah. And when you live in the hospitality world, it was kind of like it's not a charity. I need someone who's going to be really quick. Someone who gets out of here faster. Like I just can't you know, and so I called him up and I tried firing him. But then we just ended up having this conversation and then I, he ended up explaining some of his side of stuff to me and I was like, okay, okay. And then I got off the phone, I called John, I was like, I couldn't do it. And John's like, what? You've literally been on the phone to him for like an hour and a half and he's not fired.
1: It's back to what we were talking about at the start about being very suggestible. Yeah, both being of us. very suggestible. Like, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, fair enough. I was like, you're right. Okay. I am the arsehole. <laughs> I get it, yeah. And that makes sense why you do need to take an extra two hours compared to everyone else when finishing on a Sunday. It mm. takes you longer. And then I was like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'm like a tough girl. I was of this thing in my head where I'm like, I'm a tough girl. I can do it. Mm. I want to be helpful. I'm useful. I'm a useful human. So I called him up and fired him and then just broke his heart and then broke my heart and I felt so terrible.
2: Yeah,
0: I just didn't even know how to cope with myself. So then I went and bought a carton of beer. It was his favorite carton of beer. Oh, no. And I drove round to his house because I knew where he lived. And I knocked on the front door and I, like, wrote a message where I was like, I'm so sorry. I really made this heaps worse. That was really uncool. I've never fired anybody before. And I didn't like doing it. And I, and you, you know, I just wrote, like, you're a really good person. And I really stuffed that up. Mm. And I've, and I've ruined your whole afternoon. And I'm, I'm sorry. And here's this carton of beer for you. And I left it on his top step. But across the road was like a men's halfway house in East Brisbane. Yeah. So, then I had this like thing where I was like, I'm pretty sure he's home, but I just don't want to leave this kind of beer out on, but I'm so don't want to see him because I'm just like, like a soft cock. So, then I like, I like knock on the door and then I ran (laughs) and hid in some bushes and like, Ah. like ran into these bushes, but... And then as I was running to these bushes, my keys fell out of my pocket and landed on the ground and I was like, fuck. And then he cu- he comes out of his front door and he looks down and then he goes, patience, patience. And he starts running up the street looking for me. And then I was like so... Just and you're hiding ashamed. in a bush, and I was hiding in a bush, and then he came back and he picked up my keys, and then he was like running around, and he was like walking around the neighborhood, and he went to my car and he's like knocking on my car, and I was like, oh you're my god, and I'm bush. just watching it from a bush. I'm in a bush, mm. literally. It had like it was like just like I'm pretty certain if he would have looked at the bush, he would have seen me, and he may have.
2: That's so funny. And in the
0: end, I remember he was like, okay, then fine, and he like just dropped my keys. Back where he picked them up off the ground, went up, you know, went to his front door, took the beer and went inside. And then I just like shaking, went and got my keys and was like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and then we just like came <laughs> home and cried. and was like, I don't know how to fire anybody. I'm so useless. That's so
1: funny.
0: Oh, and then I had to fire somebody. Else. And, then, and then I was determined to get over this.
1: Mm. So, so you just then, started firing people <laughs>
0: yes, just to prove
1: it to yourself. <laughs>
0: else one other time and i was like no i can do it so john fired a few people and i was like no i'm not going to just make it your thing to fire people because it's the worst job in the world i can do it and i fired the student again was just like no nope, this is hell and this is not this is not who i this is just doesn't <laughs> work for me i don't like firing people i'd much prefer to just figure out how to make more money and mm. have a whole extra person yeah yeah i would have a shop of like <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know." Yeah, well, that's small business. You could
1: have seven employees that work an hour a day each.
0: Yeah, well, I, you can't even, yeah, they have a minimum four hour shift. Oh, yeah. So, I don't I know. I I said anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was that. I can't remember how we got onto me, the firing, and the, oh, small business. Yeah, yeah. it's tough, man. But I love, um, like, music was great. Yeah. It, ridiculous. Seems insane to me now to think, wow, we decided to do a hospitality business. But also we were just like kind of, I guess, wanted to impress our manager. Mm. And because he like started opening a few restaurants at the time and and we were like, we can do it. And just sort of were, you know, too big for our britches. Also, did you
1: have any uh, uh, any interaction with Michael Godinski?
0: Not heaps, but I got to sing on the sound last oh, year. Of course, yeah. And um, that was beautiful. And mm. he... This was pretty actually insane. This I heard if I talked to... When I tell people if, if... Like at the time I told a couple people about it and they were all like, this is nuts. He called me. Yeah. He got my number and called me and then just like thanked me and and, and said, please, can you return to the music industry? Oh, can you nice. please release more music and return to the music industry? And it, w- it was like one of the coolest things that yeah. ever happened to me in my life because I heard that's just not... He just doesn't do that. Yeah. Oh,
1: That would have been... uh, For anyone listening, Michael Gidenski passed away today, earlier. What? Did you not know?
0: Oh, my God. I didn't know.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry to bring (laughs) it up like this on a podcast. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no.
0: Oh, my God. That is just...
1: I thought you were bringing it up as, like, a nice thing to remember him, but...
0: Oh, my God, no. Well, this makes... Oh my, oh wow, that's so funny. Oh, well, that was really nice actually. Yeah. I'm really glad I had that interaction. That feels really sweet. I'm so sorry for <laughs> breaking it <laughs> to you like that. Oh God, it's Whoa.
1: <laughs> that wow. was fucked up.
0: <laughs> that's, that's totally, that's it's, it's that was how I was meant to learn it yeah, from you. I
1: just talked about it on ABC. Um, wow.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm going to have <laughs> to look at it up later. He had, he, you know what, I'm... I'm still into it. He got to, he was working right up until the end oh, and doing stuff he loved so and did.
1: He owned one of the horses that won the Melbourne Cup a couple of years ago. Oh, that's so What a him. thing to freaking do. But yeah, he, um, I only met him a couple of times, but he invited us into his uh, special booth for Foo Fighters. Oh, in that's 2015.
0: so good. This makes sense to me now why I was, I saw like, I just thought Jane Gazzo was just like hanging out with him. And but it wasn't
1: are you on Facebook or something? No, oh, not I'm not. It Facebook, was on Instagram.
0: Oh. oh, there I see. I Everyone's didn't look at it properly. It. Yeah. yeah that's so that is wild to me. Oh my God, well, that was like that feels very special that I got to that I got that call, and now I feel like I'm sorry Michael, yeah. that I didn't return to the music industry as quickly as you would have liked, but I will now. you still oh I mean you you I, were I got you've time. been
1: like, okay, so. For anyone listening uh, who's not familiar, I'm sure everyone is. Yeah,
0: no, they're probably not. No, but John and I got—we're di- in the middle of getting divorced. So now I'm going to do some other stuff.
1: So for anyone listening, patience, and John, well, the sole kind of the soul people in the yes. greats at this point. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and got divorced this time last year or oh, started. Well, it. well, it separated. COVID. You
0: can't. You can't actually get divorced for a year and a day. Is that true? Yeah, you have to wait a year and a day. Oh. So, I mean, that's just... I wonder why the day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why not just the year. Yeah. No, a year and a day. Okay. Yeah. So, we, we just... But it's good. It takes ages to get divorced anyways. Like, it just takes yonks. There's no point in rushing it. But if you're de facto, you could work on your stuff. I heard something today because I've stuffed up my leg. Like, I tore my calf muscle. And she said, you've got to do rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation, and don't do harm, which is... I can't remember what the H stands for. I do heroin, Something, heroin, alcohol, yeah, marijuana. H A R M, and one of them's oh, exercise, and 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 uh, massage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I did, did all of that stuff: heroin, yeah, you, massage. I noticed you doing heroin when I came in
1: today. <laughs> um, sorry, know what I are saying? Okay, so you so. No more greats. um,
2: Yeah, but we haven't
0: made, like, an official post or anything. We haven't done that. Yeah. Which gives me hope that maybe sometime there'll be, like, better circumstances in which we could... Like, I just want to release to the world some... At least the shit we were doing right at the very end.
1: So you'd spent the last. So how long had it been since Dream Team? That was 2015, right? Yeah,
0: 2015. Yeah. Yep. So it'd been. 2014. 14. Okay, so it'd
1: been six years. Six years of, and you were working on music here and there. So you've got a bunch of songs.
0: But there was, we were in, we had a shop almost the entire time, and then the ending of shop. Yeah. But we were working on songs, for that time. Oh, and two babies, which was hectic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were working on songs, so we had songs. Mm. We had songs on the go. We songs. We had wow. some songs on the go. I know, and now they're just like in John's computer. Oh. I don't have any of them.
1: But
2: because
0: um, I'm a techno cave girl, uh, troglodyte. I'm a troglodyte. Yeah. So I had to do some. I
1: prefer techno cave girl, honestly. <laughs> um, th- that conjures up some pretty techno cave girl. I'm
0: a techno cave girl. That actually sounds like. I a luddite, freaking. luddite I'm a techno Luddite, that's what I'm, not troglodyte no, I'm a luddite
1: What's a troglodyte? I that's, don't know Is but that but just like a club? Yeah uh, Luddite is I'm, what
0: a, a I'm a techno luddite slash I'm a techno cave girl
1: um, But you've been kind of working on your, I guess, solo stuff lately
0: Yes, well I've been working on some stuff with a friend of mine called Sam Sam Pankhurst We've been doing that together But then I also, I really, I mean, honestly I've been reading that book Pussy And I just have to do some of my own yeah. Shit. <laughs> I just want to do... I also just really need to... Because I've always done stuff with boys. That's fair. I just want to yeah, not yeah. do something where I'm not in such a codependent... Is it? Um,
1: you don't want to do it with boys necessarily? No, or you just no, no. no. I just want to... I'd up.
0: love it if I could be... I'm always going to be codependent when it comes to music. But I'd love it if I could be less codependent.
1: Well, you, you're thinking about starting a podcast. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Well, I just have to do it. Yeah. These are... This is... So, Mel Robbins is like, unless you do it within five seconds of having the thought, it's dead.
1: Okay, I don't know. That doesn't really know work know. for me, but I need to... If you're a goldfish, maybe. If you're
0: a goldfish, yeah. But I've always enjoyed... I love podcasting. I always yeah. enjoy podcasting. And, I, yeah, I hope that I can like... I haven't done it to you because this is your podcast, but I would like to um, go fishing for Secrets.
1: Fishing for secrets from me?
0: Yeah, for from anyone. I'd like to talk to people oh. and have like nice, good.
1: I really don't have many secrets, honestly. Yes, I'm like so boring. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. About boring. <laughs> I though.
0: just, I feel like a secret flashed in front of your eyes just then. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it was a good one. It was like this. did And I saw it. I saw a secret flash in front of your face. I'm
1: trying to think of a good secret to tell you.
0: Well, did you ever, like, what about, do you have a high school secret?
1: High school secret.
0: Do you have a high school, did you ever wet your pants or like get an inappropriate boner or like get caught like jerking off?
1: No, nothing like that. I'm I'm, trying to think. What about
0: telling a secret? Did you ever, um, did you ever say a lie that changed the course of your life?
1: Change the course. Like, of my did it make
0: life? you, one, your mum or your dad angry? Wow. One time. One time, I wrote on a piece of paper about this guy Shane Shannon, I believe, and I thought he was a real babe. Yeah. And I was like, my friend and I were like, basically, it was the original sexting. Yeah. So where you'd like write down something dirty in a piece of paper, then you'd fold it over, and then you'd slide it to your friend, and then they would do the same, and just keep folding this paper, and then I end up putting it in my pocket. Yeah. My mum found it when she was washing my uniform, and it said like, "I want to fuck his ass."
1: <laughs> oh no! What?
0: <laughs> I got in. You wrote so that. much trouble. Yeah, I just was like, I'm not. You that had
1: all these like, uh, um, This pent up. Uh, yeah, but
0: also it was like I also felt like, in context. It was good fun. Yeah. Because how am I going to do that? I,
2: I don't didn't want even to know. know
0: about pegging at that stage. You keep
1: reading that pussy book. Maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's not actually a very explicit book at all. It's really empowering. Okay. And I just also, I'm really enjoying reading it because I feel like there's just a lot of penis in the world. Okay. There's just so much of it, it's everywhere. So much penis. Like the penis has been like, you know, it's the, it's the most visible of the genitals.
1: Something that you've brought up before is getting pussy cash, which is getting booked on. Oh,
0: yeah. Just for being a chick.
1: Festivals just for being a chick in in the modern modern day. Yeah,
0: totally. I feel like we got it with the Hotter Than Hell tour. Yeah. Yeah, which was actually the best tour I've ever been on in my life. Yeah. So you were the only female. Yes. But on the whole, like you yourself were the only. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So then Astrid from Pub Choir came and played keyboards as well. Yeah. But if she hadn't have done that, I just would have been there on the chick. End of story. And it was... I loved it. It was... It was it with was Everclear? Yeah, it was with Everclear friends and... Frenzel. So, Frenzel are, you know, uh, just the greatest. It was... So, Dan Hansen from Ballpark Music was playing drums. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. So, me and like Art from Everclear just turned into best friends. No,
1: and you already like had day a, one. a crush on him. Yeah, back from much. the
0: back from the. Uh, I had actually. I'm going to say my crush on him got way more uh, intense. Okay. Because nice. meanwhile, he has to be like 60 or something. Yeah. But he's the hottest 60 year old you're ever going to meet. Okay. And he's just so nice and chari- like charismatic, and he has MS.
2: Oh, does he's, he?
0: He's got MS. And I think about messaging him all the time. Like, I wonder how this last year's panned out for him. Yeah. Cause he, so, I guessed it because he said he's got like a sickness and he can't get hot. And, he, and immediately I was like, oh, yeah.
1: she's so on the hotter than hell tour. Yeah. Obviously. But
0: also, you know, in Townsville and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. the only disease that I know of that's really affected by heat is MS. And I was like, oh, shit, I wonder if he's got MS. And then I was saying it in the car with everyone. And they were like, you're tripping. He's whatever. And then we Googled it and I was like, oh, yeah, he's got fucking MS. Oh, wow. For real. Wow. But he does so well and he really looks after himself and he's full on. He's yeah. like, he's more vegan than Jay from. Like friends all Friends all. all And I think he's like one of the most vegan people
1: And someone that you are still also in contact with is Wayne Coyne
0: Oh yeah, I've got a little vid from Wayne Coyne actually here on my phone
1: From just earlier today?
0: Or no, no, just from the, just from the other day <laughs> So you
1: supported uh, Flaming Lips Let's, in 2019 What is this? I haven't
0: even looked at it yet
1: So what I'm seeing is a, a cover of Rolling Stone with the Flaming Lips and the audience yep. are in bubbles
0: Yeah, and back to live and now I need to respond to that He actually sent it twice. So, why is he sending
1: it to you? I don't know.
0: (laughs) He's just a good guy. So,
1: you supported him in 2019?
0: Yeah, but we also supported him in 2015 or 16 down in Melbourne. I got a photo um, of like Soda being backstage at that gig. Yeah. And it was really funny. So, the first time we supported him, I swear he was like, nut kids, no way. Not having him. And then when I saw him again, I like was like, "Hey, remember that? It's like so cool that now you've got bloom." I, I remember the first time like we met you were like no kids, you're not going to have kids or whatever. And he was like, "I would never say that." Uh. I was like, "Oh, and then he was like, sure. "I never would have said that." You know, children of the next generation, we're just like built for creativity, and children are this extension of our creativity, I and mean, you just have to keep providing for them. I just like went into this thing, and I was like, holy shit.
1: So he t- he turned around completely. That's, yeah. uh, that's a coin flip if ever I've seen one. <laughs> <laughs> we just high five.
0: I still believe that he told me not he would never babies like years ago, and he was like looking at so like so and being like I don't know how you do it. So he doesn't uh.
1: send you messages in a flirty way. He's no okay.
0: No, not at all. No, no zero flirt. Okay. No, it's just like a video or a picture of his kid, or a video of his kid, or that's his so kid wholesome. and his wife, and you know all there or just like some footage that his wife took of them. Mm. That's like super rad with everyone in the bubble, and then. Like then I just send him a message back that's just like like you're the best, (laughs) you're the greatest.
1: Um, I think I think that'll probably do it. I think we've we've yeah. Thank you for
0: there. I know it's a big long one. It's for commute to and from work.
1: I'm off to the Triffid to run a general knowledge trivia there. Um, Oh my goodness! Thanks so much for uh, doing this. Patience, you're the best.
0: You're the best. Thank you for having me on your team uh, of um, your permanent positions on Not on Your Rider. Oh, it's my favorite. It's
1: a freaking honor to have you there. You
0: are way too kind. I always I always have a blast. And I can never believe it. Every every month and I'm like, I can't believe these like two little baby boys just <laughs> let me come in and hang out with them.
1: <laughs> two little baby two little thirty something <laughs> yeah. year old baby boys.
0: Please little thirty something year old baby boys. <laughs>
1: Uh oh, um yeah. Adios then, I Thanks guess. again, Patience. We'll talk to you well, real soon. Well when
0: are we gonna when are we gonna? March eighteenth.
1: March eighteenth. Yeah, March eighteenth at the Trifford. We've got Nick Cody, we've got re I think we just locked in Megan Washington. Mm. Uh, but I don't want to announce that just yet. Yeah. Secret. And we're gonna have Constantine, but he can't do it now. Um yeah. we'll find someone else. How hard okay. could it be? <laughs> I've been left on scene by quite a few people and I don't know how I feel about that. I don't love it. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm really pushing my uh, personal friendships. Hey, come on, my trivia show. It's cool.
0: Well, I like to, I spruik it. I love to spruik it because I think it's... Well, the thing is everyone, everyone that's been on your show has left and gone. Because this is why you have so many return people. Exactly. You just want them to stop being such trivia virgins. Yeah. Because once they do it, they're going to want to do it again.
1: Well, that's the problem with even just attracting people to come because like, it's it's hard to explain mm. what it's like. Mm. But the people who come usually come back. Yeah, it's just hard to get them to come the first time. Yep. Oh, well. Um. Yeah, you're the best patients and I'll talk to you soon. We'll
0: take it on the road. Bye. Bye.